Welcome to the Queen Trail Podcast. Meditation doesn't have to be sitting still and having an empty mind. The journey is such a beautiful thing because we are all on a journey. You want to make sure you have some kind of distribution plan, or at least have an idea of it, because you can make this really amazing film and it only gets seen by your family and friends. Old Hollywood is still intact. Every horse runs hard, but when they win, and they know it. They've got this little sass about them. It was pretty rough. I had to go into the water and with my med pack, swim to the beach, treat these guys, put them on my back, swim out to the helo. And I'm like, oh my God, I've never seen those before. And I said, what are those? And before I could even finish the sentence, she said, oh my God, you didn't touch them, did you? Even if monarchs go away and we never see one again, because there never will be monarchs again if they die out, it is just a little indicator of larger threats my dad said, so what were you guys doing in the desert? I said, we were taking nude photos. Hey everyone, welcome back. I hope you had a great week since the last time that we got together. I have just been recovering from Thanksgiving. I think a lot of people, we go on holiday, you know, and we try to really pack things in because we want to make sure that we see everybody we want to see. We make the foods we want to make. We just, you know, we really try to compress a whole year of not being around people into just a few days of the holidays. And it's funny because Sophie and I were just talking about how you have Halloween to start off the holiday seasons. And that's a lot of candy. And it goes right into Thanksgiving, which is a lot of food. And then it goes right into Christmas, which is a lot of presents and food as well. And that's, you know, October, November, and December, but there are nine other months of the year that we can really be spreading some of that connectiveness around, right? So I <laughs> I kind of overdid the whole Thanksgiving thing. Um, we left Wednesday morning, and as soon as I got to Ojai, it was cooking, and then the Geminids in the middle of the night, and then some more cooking and painting and talking to all of my amazing family, and then getting up to cook a little bit the following day going to the lake and we literally were just there for a blink and then driving back into LA and I wish I'd had another week just to connect and hug and laugh and you know catch up and really really get into the nitty-gritty of what everybody's doing in their lives so just a reminder there are nine other months throughout the year to really focus on strengthening those relationships I just kind of feel like you know, despite the fact that everybody's on social media, and it's a great way to stay connected. It's just barely scraping the surface. So make those connections, do the fun things, make plans, get together, get in touch, you know, January through September, and continue them into October, November and December. But you know what, also, I have to say, because I am recovering from Thanksgiving, give yourself a break like really build in plenty of me time into the holidays. We have Christmas coming up, but there's other holidays there, right? It's not just Christmas. There's Hanukkah, there's Kwanzaa, there's other holidays that are celebrated. Build some you time into there, like give yourself a break just to reground yourself because we're often racing to get 
to that break. And by the time we get there, we might not have a whole lot of gas in the engine and we need to refuel. We want to give ourselves as much love as we want to give other people, right? So put it in your calendar, like literally make a date with yourself that you're going to do something that you love. You're going to reconnect with nature. You're going to take that bubble bath. You're going to go get that massage. You're going to take care of the things that you have been setting aside. You know, that time with yourself might be cleaning out your closet so that you have an organized closet to come back to. It doesn't have to be something super luxurious. It doesn't have to be like something that you shout from the mountaintops. It could be grabbing your pile of laundry and doing it and folding it up and putting it neatly away so that you have clothes that are easily accessible for you. Why am I saying this? Because I make a mess in my bedroom all the time. It's like, nope, that doesn't look good on me. Let's try the next thing. Let's try the next thing. And before I know it, I have a mountain of clothes. So it's nice to have organized things. And it's also often the only time of the year that is set aside for you to not be busy. The rest of the time you're working, you're going to school, you're doing life right? And there's a lot of obligations under your hat when you have to do life. So this is not a time to cram full of activities. And of course, you want to have the activities, you want to go to lunch with family and friends and people that you just haven't seen in a really long time. And you want to do all of those special things. But it's also a time for you to balance, put a little bit of that in there. Find some days, find some parts of the days, spread them out throughout whatever amount of time you have for your holiday so that you can take care of you and give yourself the gift of taking care of yourself and just breathe. So I'm going to go ahead and get right into this week's episode, which is a fabulous reading by Jenny Ruiz of Burning Times Tarot. There are three readings. The instructions are on the socials and the website. Also, please be aware that there is a short section mentioning what is going on in the Middle East. And I think it's very important. I am very, very proud to be a friend of Jenny's. I am very, very proud to have her in my life. And I love what she had to say. So I hope that you will grab a cuppa and join Jenny Ruiz and me in this week's reading. Be sure to also, while you're at it, take a look at the piles, pick a pile. The timestamps for each one of the piles will also be in the show notes. So please enjoy. Hello, this is Jenny from Bernie Times Tarot here with your December reading. How are you transforming? And of course, all my readings are timeless. So even if you're coming to this after December, obviously we can transform at any time and in multiple ways. So listen to whatever pile speaks to you or if multiple piles do, that is fine too. Now, I had a lot of trouble recording this intro. You know, there's been so much happening in the world as we are all aware and just trying to figure out how and what I wanted to say about it because I don't think you can be I don't think you can claim to be a spiritual person or even just a human being and see 
a genocide and war unfold in front of your eyes in real time and not say anything or feel anything about it. And yes, I use the word genocide and I say this as a Jew who grew up in a family of Holocaust survivors. If you are sensitive to energy at all, you know this has been a very heavy, very dark time. Obviously not as heavy and dark as fighting for your life, but to bring this back to a spiritual perspective, one of the things I keep coming back to in this situation does have to do with astrology, and it's just one point I would like to touch on. I know looking at this through the lens of astrology might sound frivolous, but it's not. Astrology is not just personal energies. They're very much to do with collective energies as well. And while there's many different transits, I believe Mars squared Pluto the day that the hostages were taken, and which, you know, is what started. Obviously, not what started all of this um, that happened more than 75 years ago, but what started off this recent run of events. And one thing in particular that I keep coming back to is the nodes, the lunar nodes. And for those of you who are unfamiliar, the lunar nodes are not bodies. They are points in space that change every year and a half. And earlier this year, the nodes changed to Aries and Libra. You have the North Node in Aries and the South Node in Libra. The Wheel of the Zodiac is made up of 12 signs. So there are different axes, different angles, and each sign has an opposite sign. Aries and Libra are opposite signs. That's how the nodes work. And each axis, I've mentioned this in a previous reading, I believe, each axis in the Zodiac tells a story. And the story that Aries and Libra tell, at least some of what it talks about, is there's me versus we, them versus us, independence versus interdependence. And in its lower energies, you know, like an unhealthy level of independence um, or even selfishness and codependence or self-sacrifice. And as I said, right now, the North Node is in Aries. The North Node can be considered the things that we strive towards, the things that we aim for, but also can be the things that we are consumed by. The South Node is the things that are already inborn within us, the things that we carry with us, potentially from past lives, if you believe in that, or at the very least from this life. The things that we, that we come to naturally, natural talents or abilities or things that we've already experienced. And the South Node has the energy of what we let go of, the things that fall away that are not aligned with us anymore. There's a certain tower energy to it. And so this very much speaks to, to me, and I'm sure to many other people, as how do we define who is us and who is other? How do we treat the people that we consider other? How do we mitigate our differences? How do we form alliances and with the South Node in Libra, there is an energy of potentially, you know, old alliances falling away. But as someone who grew up in a family of Holocaust survivors, my, on my mother's side, my grandparents, great-grandparents, great-aunt and uncle were all survivors. I had many other family members who were not that lucky. And so I know very intimately the effects of generational trauma, of war, 
genocide, starvation, and those are things that have had very real ramifications on my family. My grandparents met in a refugee camp, and I know I'm, I'm far from being the only person who has experienced this, and this is not something exclusive to Jews, and certainly Palestinians have had to cope with this for 75 years now, and it's only going to get worse for the people that will survive the situation. And while I myself have never gone hungry, I've always had a roof over my head, and I'm very grateful for that. But the memories of what my family has experienced, they live in my cells. And I'm not saying that in a supernatural way. If you're unfamiliar with epigenetic trauma, Google that. Look that up. Um, and again, this is not something that is exclusive to Jews. Many people across the world have dealt with displacement, have dealt with war, have dealt with genocide. And so how do we, to bring it back to astrology, how do we come together when there is so much that separates us, when we have been taught to hate each other, when there's so much trauma and violence on both sides, how do we learn how to reconcile that and how to move past such old and entrenched conflicts and even hatred? And as a Jew who was taught that part of our role in the world is to ensure that things like this never happen again, not just to us, but to anyone, how do we reconcile what we're seeing? And how do we learn how not to become that which has tried to destroy us. And so if anything is begging for transformation, it's that regardless of where your sympathies may lie or your political affiliations, to be able to watch the levels of human suffering and indignity that have taken place and to not have any feelings or sympathy about it is really alarming because regardless of how you frame this conflict, how you view this conflict, when we lose the ability to see the other as human, we have lost our humanity. And so I'm reminded of that quote, and I may be misquoting it, but there's a saying, show me how a society treats its most vulnerable, and you will know everything you need to know about that society. And especially if you live in the US, so far, it's not really saying anything very good. But that applies to anyone. And so again, this idea, how do we treat those that we consider other? How do we reconnect with our own humanity? And how do we, how do we empower ourselves to see the other in us and vice versa? How do we traverse this chasm of differences and hopefully, finally, eventually, one day, in the future, if this planet is even still inhabitable, how do we learn how to arrive at a place where our world is constructed in a way that allows people to live in peace with each other, to break cycles of abuse and deprivation, and create a world where people can flourish, where people can be, be who they truly are, 
can discover and embrace their own natural abilities and use them to contribute in a meaningful way rather than just working to survive. And so I would just invite all of us to meditate on that for a little while and to try and figure out ways both big and small that we can help to create that in the world around us and for the people around us. So as we head into the new year, I wish you all well. I wish everyone safety, peace, and the space and time to heal and to figure out how we can come together and create a world that works for all of us. How one, if you chose the snake, this is your reading. How are you transforming? Now, the way that I've structured this, uh, it's going to make probably more sense when you see the photos. As always, you can go to my socials or Queen Trail podcast to see photos of your cards. So the way I've started this is I pulled three tarot cards and three soul's journey cards that are going to illustrate what energy you're in currently what your transformation energy will be and what energy you'll be in once it is completed. So, and I have not seen any of the cards beforehand. So let's start now for your current energy. Oh, you got the Hierophant and purpose. I know what I am here to do. Now for your transformational energy, you have the Magician. Wow, very powerful and change. <laughs> Okay, I understand that nothing can grow or evolve without movement and, you know, snake energy. Uh, okay, and what energy will you be in when this transformation is completed? Four of Swords, which is about healing and acceptance. Wow, I am learning to accept the things that I cannot change. Okay, I'm getting so many messages from this. Now, for some of you... This is more internal, but I'm getting that for most of you. This is an, a very external change with the Hierophant here in the present position, along with purpose. Now, the Hierophant represents structure, institutions, authority, the status quo. It can talk about marriage and denotes a kind of mentorship or position of authority. The Hierophant is the first card in the major arcana that depicts more than one person on it and it's depicting someone teaching right or you know depending on the way it's portrayed and interpretations could be seen as bestowing a blessing but there's definite teaching here and keys are a symbol very much associated with the hierophant so if you start seeing a lot of like key symbols around you that might be very significant for you that might be a synchronicity for you that starts showing up so for a lot of you what I'm getting like um so for some of you this is a career change right because it came out with purpose I know what I'm here to do and maybe you have felt that way for a very long time like you thought everything was very mapped out for you of like this is my dream this is what I'm working towards this is what I want and this feeling that like yeah it's status quo this is what will make me happy and that's what I'm working towards and something about that is changing now for some of you that might be a marriage or a committed relationship 
for a lot of you, I'm getting that this is more career focused. I will try and, and work with both stories. Now for others, I'm getting that this is more like your internal emotional world and accepting the authority. Now for some of you, this may even be some sort of spiritual awakening where you may have lived most of your life or all of your life within a specific um, mindset, belief system, religion, you know, or just unconscious belief structure that you are starting to realize is not actually aligned with you anymore, does not serve your highest good, and that there is something more, something further that you require in order to feel truly seen and fulfilled. Uh, the Hierophant is also the main Taurus card in the Major Arcana. And so for some of you, uh, whatever this cycle is may have started in April or May, which is Taurus season. I'm getting mostly this year, but it could have even been a previous Taurus season. That's not for all of you. If it doesn't apply, just leave it. It doesn't mean the message is not for you. Now, with your transformation energy, you have the magician, which is amazing because the magician draws on all the tools at their disposal in the Rider-Waite-Smith deck. The magician is portrayed as standing behind an altar that has all four suits of the tarot on it. This person is, and it's um, mercury energy, right? It's fast moving, it's quick thinking, it's resourceful. And it is able to draw on many different tools, abilities, resources in order to create what it is that they want. And there is, you know, Mercury and the Magician have an element of trickster energy to them. So I'm getting that for some of you, you know, this part of this transformation is navigating the complexities around your relationships with other people or with these institutions, depending on what it is, whether it's a company you work for, um, a spouse or partner, a religious structure, whatever it is for you, it's the navigating that and learning how to balance your own growth and your own inner journey with the narratives of the people around you who might not understand or be aware or be aligned with what this transformation is and again the card you got with it is literally change i understand that nothing can grow or evolve without movement so this may be something that you have been staving off for quite a while this may have been something that you've like felt the rumblings of for quite some time and have been pushing to the side and have been trying to ignore trying not to look at trying to keep things on an even keel and afloat and maybe during tourist season doesn't have to be you hit a point you hit a wall of some kind where you finally had to face the fact that something had to change that something needed something needs to i keep wanting to say go but i don't you know it's not that's not for all of you it's not that all of you need to like cut something out entirely but just that something needs to change, to grow, to evolve, so that it is a better fit for everyone. But obviously, not everyone around you is going to see it that way. Also, I love that on this card, the Magician, or the Magus as it is in this deck, actually has two snakes coming out behind their head. So there is literal, like, phoenix, and they have flames on their heads, 
and then there's above them there's wings so absolute like transformation phoenix sort of energy and you know one of the deities associated with mercury and with the magician is the egyptian god thoth the god of wisdom and so um again for some of you you might be writers because uh, mercury and thoth are associated with writing and literature and communication so again for some of you you might be writers you might be considering becoming a full-time writer or at least becoming more creative expressing yourself more vocally and more openly so for some of you you might be first-time writers or you may be someone who has been and it doesn't have to be writing again this could be any type of creative expression it doesn't even have to be creative like you might be working on writing a textbook of some kind or writing up a grant proposal whatever it is though i'm getting that this is either new for you or you're taking an entirely new approach with it or you are looking at making it your main focus and there is a you know there's a pentacle on here as well and so for some of you it's changing the way that you make money so obviously changing a job oh and then i just noticed the opposite hand so yeah those there's a staff with uh, those head in one hand and a scroll in the other so yeah uh, the writing message obviously still coming through so with the pentacle yeah obviously changing a job is changing the way that you be, make money but i'm getting something much more drastic than just like changing companies and for some of you it might be that it might not be something super drastic but overall i'm getting something more drastic than just doing the same job at a different company and for those of you where this is more internal i'm getting that this is actually changing your entire relationship with money right? I think everyone, because of the type of society and world that we live in, I think everyone probably has some money trauma on some level, whether it's from not having enough or having too much and everything in between. Everything in this world, you know, um, not, not earth, but everything in our society, so much of it runs on money. And after lockdown, I think everyone understands scarcity a little better even those who have maybe never really experienced material scarcity so yes again i i feel like everyone has some sort of money trauma probably and so yeah i'm getting that some of this is really changing your relationship with money your relationship with receiving your relationship to abundance and what you feel worthy or deserving of some of you, it might be that like you've worked a lot of low-paying jobs or that you may have worked in jobs for a long time where you knew you weren't getting the recognition that you deserved, the pay that you deserved. You weren't getting um, put forward or promoted even when you have contributed a lot. So yeah, I'm getting for a lot of you, it's, it's changing your whole relationship with your own value what you feel you're worth and obviously we're all worth so much more than any dollar amount but just in terms of your working life and your ability to earn and provide for yourself that like there's a lot of things changing here and with the cup as well i'm seeing a lot of you are changing your relationships in general like the way that you think about your relationships the way that you think about the people around you obviously we're coming up to the holidays and recording this on the 21st of november so we have thanksgiving and christmas and new year's all coming up which is generally 
a time to spend with friends, family, um, you know, that can be bio family, adoptive family, chosen family, like whatever it, is, it may be for you. So yeah, for difficult or challenging relationships in your life, I'm getting for a lot of you, this is family, but it doesn't have to be. It could even be for some of you, um, your spouse's family or your partner's family, if you've had uh, issues or difficulty there. Really changing the way that you approach those situations, the way that you perceive those people, and learning how to adapt better to things and behaviors that may have been very triggering for you or upsetting to you in the past, learning how to navigate those situations and those feelings in much healthier and more constructive ways than you may have in the past. And then getting to the final energy, Four of Swords, is about rest. It's about healing. And so you may have felt that the last year or two particularly have been very challenging for you as I know they have for everyone in different ways but with this acceptance card and I love it too because there's a purple flower where these four swords meet on this card and the card you got with the acceptance is purple and it has a similar shape to it I'm learning to accept the things that I cannot change so again approaching your relationships better for those of you where this is a career move or a sort of purpose move or change you know for those of you where money has been a real issue i'm getting for some of you, you might have a lot of debt or you might have had a lot of debt that you were trying to work through for anyone that has struggled with their finances you may have been stuck in a cycle of a lot of shame around that you may have had a lot of people around you that have shamed you for that and you know it is a very big component in our society and I just get the sense that not only will you be earning more and providing better for yourself and anyone else that you may support but that you're also again changing your relationship to your self-worth in terms of really fully understanding and recognizing your true value apart from how much you earn or your quote-unquote productivity because you know, productivity is great, right? Creating things, building things is wonderful, but we also have to be careful not to over entwine our intrinsic human value solely to what we do, to what we can produce, to what we can create or what we can earn. So once this period of transformation is over, you are going to have a period of rest. You're going to have a period of healing, of being able to take stock, being able to take a breath, that doesn't mean that everything is just going to come to a standstill. I'm sure, you know, we live on this earth, there will always be things to deal with. But you will have a period where things feel more stable again. You're able to really sit and integrate all of the, you know, and this will be, you will have integrated this transformation, but really being able to Take a few moments and take stock of just how far you've come and hopefully how much happier you are because uh, this is a really beautiful energy and feels very positive. So, you know, however turbulent things may have seemed for you in the recent past, this is saying that you will integrate this and you will be able to have some time to find a new, a new level of stability after what may have felt like a lot of chaos. So I pulled 
a bunch of oracle cards. I didn't ask any specific question other than just what else can you tell us about this transformation and I'm going to see what messages I get from them. So how am I going to do this? Will I just turn them all over at once? So from the Tree of Life Oracle, you got Kether, the crown, source, point, attainment, and you have the Neptune symbol on here. And then I pulled a Moonology Messages Oracle card, Quicksilver Moon changes. So yeah, and Quicksilver Moon always gives me Mercury vibes and I was talking about Mercury earlier. So that's very interesting. From the Sacred Medicine Oracle, number 27, Reclamation Home. And it's also got very similar colors to the Acceptance and the Purpose cards. I pulled a Work Your Light Oracle card. You got two. Share Your Voice. Come Out of the Cave. Persecution Expression. That's just what I was saying with Thoth and writing and like this greater creative expression. Don't be afraid to share your voice. And then an extra card that flew out with it, I wasn't sure if I was going to fully take it or not, but it is protection. Call back your power, cut the cords, soul retrieval. So literally transformation telling you that you are safe as you make whatever change it is that you need to make and whether or not you have people around you that support it or that are giving you a hard time about it. You have some sort of protection around you, whether that is purely spiritual or whether it is in the form of the people around you who understand and support you. Now, I also pulled a Raise Your Vibration Oracle card, and it is I Am Fulfilled by Love. Uh, I love that there's Mercury and Neptune here in this reading as well, because Mercury just trined Neptune I, last week. Uh, we do also have the symbol for Jupiter here on the Four of Swords and Libra. And we just had a, a couple of aspects to Jupiter in the last week as well. And Venus is in Libra at the moment. Kether is all about, um, you know, it is the crown. It is your intuition. It is about letting yourself exist in the in-between. Drawing on your intuition and your imagination and your ability to daydream. And using that to power what you create in the physical and drawing on as I will always always advise you to do drawing on your intuition in order to figure out what your next steps are and I'm just going to read you a tiny portion of the bit from this card because it relates to writing a word doesn't leap from a pen fully formed it's held within the ink until all the circumstances are there to release it the thought the pen the paper Welcome to Kether. This is the moment before the moment, the space between that holds everything. I feel like this is a reminder as well to trust in divine timing. You might not all believe in that, but to trust that things are unfolding at the time and pace that they need to. And sometimes things work way slower in the material than we would like them to, or than they do in our imaginations. But you know, it really is about trusting the process and staying open to learning and seeing whatever it is that you need to learn and see in order to move forward on this journey that you're on in the short term and for your long term growth. With reclamation, again, I feel like whatever this transformation is that you're making, it's something that is much more 
aligned for you with who you are becoming, who you are now and who you are becoming and who you want to become in future, how you want to invest in yourself, invest in your life and the people around you. What kind of world do you want to create for yourself and for the people that you love? With the Quicksilver Moon changes, I always talk about the way that Mercury energy is adaptable. Mercury rules Gemini and Virgo, two of the mutable signs that are all about the mind. So really learning how to, again, stay open, change, how to pivot when you need to, and be able to ride the waves when things feel chaotic, when you feel like there's a lot happening at once that you may or may not be ready for. And then with the combination of share your voice and protection, I feel like it's saying, you know, again, yes, feel confident to share your voice, to share your opinions, to share your truth. And it might be a very frightening thing to do, but that you are protected. And that doesn't mean that you might not lose some people. You might. That is a possibility. But when that happens, if you lose people because you have spoken your truth, then those people are not aligned with you. Now, I don't know what your individual truths are and if I would agree with all of them or not. And I hope, you know, I set a very, um, very specific intention when I do readings of who I want listening to my readings and being part of my personal tarot reading community. I want to read for people who are learning and growing and bettering themselves and trying their best to do good in this world. If you are genuine, genuinely trying to help others, you are protected. And even if it doesn't always feel that way, when you speak your truth, you see the truth of the people around you. And so if that means that certain people walk away, or even if certain people lash out, you are still protected because you will always be safer speaking your truth than not. And that might sound counterintuitive, but if you are someone who has never allowed yourself to fully speak your own truth, to even fully connect with your own truth internally, I just heard you will never feel entirely free until you feel free to do that. So to end your reading, got one more card. It is a piece of advice from the Messenger's Delivery Oracle, which are animal and plant messages. <laughs> and this is a perfect symbol for this reading. Butterfly, transformation, bravery, potential. Struggles and endings are signs of something new and beautiful about to be born. Don't let the safety of your cocoon hold you back from spreading your wings and learning to fly. Your potential is infinite. So again, transform in whatever way feels right for you. Let things unfold naturally as they need to and trust yourself. So absolute best of luck to you. I hope this reading was useful to you. If you want to book a personal reading with me, you can email me at burningtimestarot at gmail.com. If you want to follow me on my socials, you can find the links in the show notes. And if you want to follow me on Spotify, I have astrology and tarot theme playlists there, and they are going to keep coming. So a very happy holiday season to you, and good luck. Pile 2, if you chose a scorpion, this is your reading, and this is how are you transforming. So, uh, to start with, I pulled 
three tarot cards and three soul's journey cards and they're going to tell us about what energy are you currently in what is your transformational energy and what energy will you be in once the transformation is complete and i have not seen any of these cards yet as usual so your first card that you've got the prince of swords which is the page of swords no in this deck it is the knight of swords excuse me and with it, you got relationships. I am attracted to those people who serve my higher good. Now for your second card, which is your transformational energy, you got the Four of Cups and acceptance. I'm learning to accept the things that I cannot change. Now this came out in one of the other piles, pile one specifically. So if you were drawn to pile one, or maybe you listen to pile one and you're you're listening to this one as well which is fine there might be additional messages in that pile for you and your last card what will your energy be once the transformation is complete you have the eight of pentacles lovely and regret i know that i cannot change the past acceptance followed by regret and it's interesting too because this regret card matches is very close like the colors is very close to this eight of pentacles which is a card that it's clarifying so for a lot of you this is a change in a relationship possibly leaving one behind or at the very least changing the way that you relate to a certain person and for some of you this is romantic for others it might be a friend family member colleague acquaintance so i pulled clarifiers for the tarot cards just to make sure i was getting the right messages for the Knight of Swords, you got Art, which is the Temperance card in this deck, which is a synchronicity in itself, which I will get to in a bit. Clarifying the Four of Cups, you got the Four of Wands. And clarifying the Eight of Pentacles, you got the Six of Cups. So for some of you, this is a romantic relationship. For others, this is a toxic family member, friend, or colleague, or workplace, right? So this is a general reading, so the messages are going to be more general. With this um, Prince or Knight of Swords here, so again, for some of you, you are leaving or have left a relationship with someone, you know, again, whether it's romantic or platonic or work-related, or you will be, or you're just changing the way that you relate to them, the way that you invest or put time into them and into this relationship. With this Knight of Swords I'm getting, you may have dealt with a lot of very emotionally reactive people in your life. You may have dealt with a lot of people who don't know how to control their emotions, who say very hurtful things to you. They might put you down a lot. They might judge you a lot. This prince has a sword in one hand and a scythe in the other. So yeah, I'm getting a very strong energy of like someone that won't hesitate to cut you down verbally, to discourage you whenever you have like a new project or something, a goal that you're trying to accomplish, this person tries to get in your way. And it's not, you know, for most of you, this is not conscious at all, but you are triggering something in them if you focus too much on yourself you trigger something in them a fear like a fear a fear of abandonment and this person lashes out and they don't even realize it really for a lot of you i'm getting that if you spoke with this person they conceive of themselves as being very loving and supportive towards you but they actually aren't 
and whether or not that's their intention that's not how you receive their energy and that's not how you process their interactions with you and so I think you're finally realizing that this is just not healthy for you because with this card you've got relationships I'm attracted to those people who serve my higher good and you're realizing what is and isn't in your higher good when it comes to the people around you and the people that you turn to for support or encouragement and with the healing card here you know this is just more confirmation that you are healing this because i'm getting this is not you know the only person or the only situation in your life that has been like this so a lot of you you're really healing whatever it was within you that has been unconsciously drawn to these kinds of people and these kinds of relationships and to I just heard feeling alone in a room of people, like feeling unsupported, you know, or like turning to people for love and support that are not able to provide it to you in the way that you truly want and need. And they're unwilling to. Like this is something you have tried to work out with them or solve with them and it has not happened. Now that's for what your current energy is, for your transformation energy. So you got two fours here, which is interesting. Oh, I also forgot to mention, okay, so temperance is the Sagittarius card. You chose the scorpion. Tomorrow is literally the day that Scorpio season changes into Sagittarius season. So those, those might be uh, significant placements in your natal chart, or you might be having significant transits in those parts of your chart right now. Uh, if you're not into astrology, that's fine, but this coming month is going to be very integral to you. So now with the Four of Wands, um, clarifying the Four of Cups, and it's interesting because the last card we got is Regret, and the one we got with the Four of Cups is Acceptance, right? But then we got the Regret card, and the Four of Cups is traditionally a card of Regret, um, and the Four of Wands talks about home, family, community, celebrations. So, you know, this holiday season in particular is going to be very transformative for you, I'm getting. But also just coming to accept that there are people and relationships in your community, in your close circles that are not supportive and that are not healthy for you. And Four of Cups is Moon in Pisces, and we just had the Moon in Pisces. Uh, it just left Pisces, I think, the day before yesterday. So there's a lot here happening for you that is, like, very much in the moment. Um, and the Four of Cups, as well, can talk about missing opportunities because we're focused on our regret, on our loss, on the things that we don't have, right? Similar to the Five of Cups. And in this case, it is... You know, you see a hand, it's like the hand from the Ace of Cups. The universe is literally trying to hand a cup to someone and they don't see it because they're focused on the cups in front of them. And so I feel like this acceptance and this Four of Wands is a reminder that, you know, process what you need to process, but something positive is going to come out of this. You're going to have some opportunities come your way that previously you may have either turned down or not even recognized because you were so bogged down i'm hearing rumination so you know a lot of you may have had so much mind space and emotional bandwidth being taken up by this person or people or situation that you know you were missing a lot of 
good things that came your way and so one of the things that is transforming is that you will not you will not miss so much because you are either eliminating or at the very least drastically reducing the amount of bandwidth that you allow this to take up in your head and redirecting that energy in a way that is more constructive and more positive for you and that will bring you the results that you want right because as it said i'm attracted to those people who serve my higher good so you will start attracting more of those people and becoming more aligned with that energy as you move on and heal through this and for your future energy once this is integrated you got the eight of pentacles which is sun in virgo and clarifying it i pulled the six of cups which is sun in scorpio and again you chose the scorpion and the card that came out with that is regret i know that i cannot change the past and so for this i'm getting that it's not so much that you know there will be regret but it's not that you are going to regret leaving this behind or changing this you're not going to regret the transformation at all what you're going to regret is a that you didn't do it sooner there will be some grief about the things that you have missed or missed out on because of the amount of energy and focus that the situation has taken from you and drained from you and so there will be some regret there i believe of you know wishing that you had seen certain things sooner and grieving some some things that you may have missed out on because of it but you know that regret is being fueled by this acceptance and six of cups is you know nostalgia and friendship and togetherness and there's a childlike energy there eight of pentacles you know is virgo it's it's work it's craftsmanship and so really refining and honing your relationship skills the way that you relate and communicate to people and really upgrading all of the relationships in your life you know to varying degrees depending on what role they play for you but really upgrading all of your relationships in some way as much as they can be upgraded so now i pulled oracle cards i did not ask them specific questions other than just what can you tell us about this transformation and so we will see what other messages we get for this i have not seen these cards yet now for the first one it's from the tree of life oracle and it is death knowledge abyss secrets lessons yet to be realized and the pluto symbol is on here and you got an extra card because it was uh going the wrong way in the deck when i pulled it and this was the synchronicity i mentioned earlier because it's 25th path art slash temperance self-sufficiency boldness and devotion so you got the temperance card twice and sagittarius so you have sagittarius and pluto and sagittarius can be about optimism growth knowledge seeking and so really learning how to be more self-sufficient how to detach from relationships that are not healthy for you learning how to be more bold and how to deal with and process any repercussions that might come with this but there's still more for you that you're going to realize before and after this transformation there is a key and a keyhole here so again that came up in pile one so key imagery might be significant for you in the coming months and pluto is pluto is also about endings but it's about deeper truths which is also what scorpio represents it is ending illusions falsehoods you know it, it has you know 
the tower card in tarot is Mars and Pluto. And so Pluto is an ending, but it's an ending that helps to reveal a deeper truth. And so that is what is going to be happening for you. You are going to be transforming not just your relationships. You're going to be learning a lot about yourself, about how certain patterns were formed for you, but also just more about yourself and maybe even about the universe in general through this experience. So I also pulled a Moonology Messages Oracle card. Talk to the moon. Communicate. So just like with this knowledge card, as I will always tell you, you know, rely on your intuition, go within, take some time to meditate. I feel like this might be a need to journal, a need to, you know, express some of what is on your mind. So whether that is to a trusted friend or partner, a therapist, your journal, or literally the moon, whatever it is, get your thoughts out in some way, especially if you do suffer with rumination take some time to write out your thoughts and not just, you know, not just a voice note. Okay, again, there's this tie to pile one because I'm getting this strong message of writing and just saw a pen. Um, you know, yeah, if, if you are in a situation where you don't have access, yeah, sure, type it on your phone, record a voice note, like get it out of your head whatever way you need to. But the message I'm getting really strongly is sit down and write. Write it out. That actually activates a different part of your brain than speaking or just thinking something and so take the time to write out you know as many times a day as you need and you might find that as you do it you know it might increase and then lessen but take time to journal to write down your thoughts or your fears and get them out of your head so that you can free up more of that mental space so from the sacred medicine oracle what do we have number 52 cedar extraction now on this card we have a wing that's being used as a fan we have a, a smudge stick a rattle and a rose so whatever it is you know we have this four of wands here too so whatever this is this might be a relationship that's very firmly entrenched in your life and for most of you, I'm getting this as a family member, but it doesn't have to be. But learning how to extract yourself from this, whether it's physically or just emotionally and mentally, but really freeing yourself from some destructive patterns here. And I'm hearing ego, like really learning how not to internalize. Because if you are dealing with someone who is very emotionally reactive, who tends to take their moods out on you, who prioritizes their own feelings but devalues yours, you may have internalized a lot of that, particularly if it is family, you know, if this is something that you have grown up with and have dealt with for most of your life. You may have spent a long time unconsciously internalizing their behavior towards you as a mark of your value as a person, and it is not, and you're realizing that, and you're learning how to extract yourself from this cycle again whether that is physically or just emotionally uh now i also got a work your light card and it says boundaries where do you need to establish better boundaries so i feel like that's self-explanatory um so yeah and that's part of healing right is learning how to learning what your boundaries are learning how to hold them and assert them and how to handle yourself when someone oversteps them in a way that is constructive and positive regardless of whether their reaction is constructive or positive 
you know, taking that approach and not making other people responsible for upholding your boundaries because other people won't. They are yours to uphold. And relationships with boundaries are far healthier than ones without. You might have, I heard enmeshment. Again, you might have, have family members where your relationships are very enmeshed, very codependent, where other people have tried to make you responsible for their feelings and their emotions. And you are finally pulling away from that and detaching from that by creating boundaries and holding them. And the people around you or this person might not be used to that. They might be very used to you not having boundaries. You might get accused of being selfish for having boundaries. This person might get very angry when you try to set a boundary with them or feel very threatened or abandoned. They might get very upset and emotional, but it's up to you to stay true to what you know is right for yourself and what you are and aren't able to bring to any particular moment. And having boundaries is what teaches people you know you have to show people how to treat you oftentimes not everyone will fall in line with that and that's okay that's normal but it's more about how you navigate that and so by having boundaries and holding to them right and holding it you can't force other people to respect your boundaries or to honor your boundaries all that you can do is make the commitment to yourself that you know what they are and if they are violated in a way that does not feel right to you you will honor yourself by walking away and some people really don't know how to handle that especially if they're not used to you doing that but this is part of what you are healing and these person or people might get very manipulative in order to prevent you from setting a boundary with them and this may have been something that you were blind to before and you have finally realized it and you are learning how to act accordingly and what you need to do in order to protect yourself because I'm getting that you've spent far too long not protecting yourself and on this boundaries card there's all these hands coming out and it's like you know if this is a situation where this person is a narcissist or has narcissistic tendencies and behaviors you might have experienced a lot of enablers and flying monkeys in your family or in your vicinity, whatever situation this is, that have helped to keep you stuck and who have reinforced the idea that it is selfish of you to have boundaries and that this is your place and this is how, this is what you owe them. Basically, I'm getting this tremendous sense of like entitlement to you, and to your time and to your emotions. And you're saying enough. And that's part of what this acceptance is. And the more that you learn to hold your boundaries, the more you're attracting relationships to you with people who are boundaried themselves and therefore know how to respect other people's boundaries. And so you're going to have much healthier and more fulfilling relationships moving forward. Now, I also pulled a raise your vibration card. It clear your karma. And we have a half of a scale here. So there's Libra energy. And we have Venus in Libra right now until December. So acknowledging your role in this right acknowledging the places where you have helped to create this dynamic you know and not blaming yourself not um berating yourself about it but seeing with a clear eye you know how your behaviors have informed this how your unconscious thinking has informed this and cleaning some of that up and learning how not to play into old patterns how not to reinforce old dynamics with yourself and with others and accepting the consequences of some of your choices and actions that you may have taken at a time when you weren't seeing things as clearly 
but this is all going to be very positive for you. So don't take this as a negative card. This is you working through things so that you can be much clearer in the future. So for your very last card, I ask for a final bit of advice from the Messenger's Delivery Oracle, which is animal and plant messages. And you got, oh my God. <laughs> for a transformation reading, come on, Lotus. I swear, I, I want to go back to, um, I do intend to restart my YouTube channel so you can see me shuffle, right? I don't look when I shuffle. These are not picked ahead of time and you can see me pull cards in real time and you will see that this is this is just what happens when you read. So Lotus, introspection, nourishment, challenge. There is nourishment in the depths of your most challenging experiences. An inevitable unfurling of beauty and understanding is blooming from the roots of discomfort. It's in your cells and your DNA to grow and flourish from life's challenges. Proper rest will allow for integration, deeper knowing, and more self-compassion. So, and I mean, it literally mentions DNA here, so that to me just reinforces the idea that for a lot of you, this is family. And, you know, lotuses literally grow out of mud and shit. And so you might feel like, you know, if this has to do with your family, with your home, with, you know, lifelong patterns, again, it doesn't have to be, but this is just acknowledging you have come out of a lot of struggle and adversity whether that was in the physical or just within your internal world or both i mean they usually go hand in hand but you are growing out of it you are transforming like a lotus this change is going to bring a lot of beautiful things into your life and it might take some time but you are absolutely on the right path so i hope that this reading has been useful to you i hope you enjoyed it if you want to book a personal reading with me, you can email me at burningtimestarot at gmail.com. If you want to follow me on my socials, links will be in the show notes. And if you want to follow me on Spotify, I do astrological and tarot playlists there. And I am wishing you the absolute best of luck and happy holidays. Pile three, if you chose the crescent moon, welcome to your reading. This is how are you transforming? So to start with, I pulled three tarot cards and three soul's journey cards to clarify so the first card is what is your present energy at the moment you have the knight of swords all right as i was shuffling for this reading and getting your cards you know i cleanse the energy between piles i shuffle every deck compulsively and even as i was pulling your cards I was seeing a lot of cards from the previous pile coming out not coming out like I don't know what cards are here I haven't looked at them but I saw a lot of them as I was shuffling so some of you may be listening to all the piles which is perfectly fine um, or it may just be that there is a message for you in the other piles particularly pile two the same card same position now the clarifier is health I will honor the physical vessel that enshrines my soul. Okay, very different vibe so far. And your second card is what will be your transformational energy? You got the moon. <laughs> okay, pal three, you chose the moon and you got the moon. And clarifying it, success. I know that there is no greater goal than to love. And your last card is what will be 
the energy you're in after this transformation is complete. Oh, you got the tower. And clarifying it, balance. I bring a state of perfect harmony into my world and I do so without judgment. Interesting. Now, I love that the word judgment is on this card because the tower is Mars and Pluto energy, you know, which is Scorpio is ruled by Mars and Pluto. I'm recording this on the 21st of November, the last day of Scorpio season. And the judgment card is the other card in tarot that is Mars and Pluto energy, right? Destruction and then a rebirth. So don't worry about the tower. We'll get to that one. So I pulled some clarifiers for your tarot cards because particularly with the tower here, I wanted to make sure that I was getting the messages clearly. You have the Prince of Swords in this deck. It is the Knight of Swords. You have the Ace of Wands. Clarifying the Moon, you got the Hermit card. And clarifying the Tower, you got the Five of Swords. So when I pulled the Five of Swords on the split, you had the Ten of Pentacles. And then I saw on the bottom of the deck, you had the High Priestess with the Sun behind that. And this Hermit card has a Sun on it. So with this health card here, I will honor the physical vessel that enshrines my soul. So I'm getting that some of you are going through a physical transformation. For some of you, this is more internal. I try to avoid talking about things like weight and appearance because I know that it can be very triggering for some people. So I'm only going to touch very lightly on that. But I am getting that for some of you, you might be on a fitness journey or a weight loss journey of some kind for some of you it would be gaining weight you know whatever health means to you and whatever is is genuinely healthy for you right sometimes our concept or our idea of what is healthy for us is not accurate you know we get told a lot of things that turn out not to be true there's a lot of elements of health that a lot of us are misinformed about and I include myself in that. I feel like we've all been misinformed at times in our lives about various aspects of our health. Uh, we don't live in a system that is geared towards creating health for us or healthy spaces even. You know, it's much more based around treating symptoms. So again, I don't want to get overly into this, but I do feel like for some of you, for, you know, maybe just a few of you, I did hear body dysmorphia. So for anyone who has been struggling with that, I do sense that there will be some ease and some healing around that for you coming up. So again, I don't want to get overly into that. But in general, though, I'm just getting that you are focusing on your health, on taking care of yourself better, and not necessarily with a specific appearance or number in mind so much as just wanting to improve your health, improve your longevity, and improve the way that you experience life and being in your body on a daily basis. You know, whether this improvement is physical, mental, or both. So for your transformational energy, you have the moon clarified by the hermit. And as I said, um, on this card in particular, this hermit's lantern is being powered by the sun. So you have the sun and the moon. And as I said, I saw the sun beneath the high priestess when I pulled the clarifier. And on this card as well, there is a cosmic egg. So the symbol of the egg with the snake wrapped around it is kind of hovering out of view of this hermit as they're walking, which is literally a symbol of 
transformation and regeneration. So it's very strong, very strong energies here. And the Hermit is the Virgo card in tarot. The Moon card, you know, it differs in decks. In this deck, it has the Pisces symbol on it, but in astrology, the Moon rules Cancer. So in some decks, it's both. In some, it will represent Cancer. In some, it might represent Pisces. But, you know, Virgo and Pisces are two mutable signs. So again, I'm getting, some of you may have listened to another pile because I spoke about Virgo and Gemini, which are the other mutable signs. Uh, Virgo, Pisces, Gemini, Sagittarius. We're about to enter Sagittarius season tomorrow. I'm recording this on the 21st of November. So this next month might be very crucial for you or Pisces season, which is February and March. So those seasons in particular might be very important for you. And these two cards are clarified with success. I know that there's no greater goal than to love. And, you know, the moon is all about the unknown, is about secrets. The hermit is all about seeking a path, walking a path and trusting every step ahead, not knowing where any step is leading you, but trusting in the process. And I love as well that in this deck, success is not about the material or the quantifiable. It talks about love. And I'm getting for a lot of you, this is self-love, really learning how to take care of yourself better how to look after your health better, how to manage your stress better, I'm hearing. So for some of you, this might be picking up a new meditation practice. Um, I just heard breath work. Some of you might be looking into breath work, EFT tapping, Reiki, whatever, you know, it doesn't have to be those things. It could be a different approach to eating or to exercise. Again, I'm not going to get really into that, but you know, it might even just be like taking more supplements, but being a lot more mindful of your health, your physical, mental, emotional health and well-being and learning how to provide that to yourself better. You may feel like before your health would be overly affected by your circumstances or by the people around you and what was happening in your life. And I'm getting that for a lot of you, this transformation is learning how to take care of yourself even in the times where it's really difficult to and it's okay, like we all go through times where things are difficult and where certain things might fall by the wayside that you didn't intend to. And, you know, we all have those moments, but learning how to pick yourself up quicker from that, how to not stay in that state for as long, and how to, again, prioritize and care for yourself in a healthier way when you are in that sort of state or frame of mind. Traditionally, on the moon card as well, there's a dog and a wolf, and those represent the different sides of us, our wilder, more unencumbered side, and our more refined slash civilized side. And so for some of you, I'm getting the health for you is learning how to integrate different aspects of yourself in a healthier way. I'm also hearing for some of you, you might be someone who's very, you know, and again, I'm getting that mutable energy. You might be someone who's very adaptable. You might be someone who in the past tended to shape yourself or present yourself in different ways, depending on who you were around, who was around you. Only, you know, and, and this may have been unconscious, but only revealing certain parts of yourself depending on who you're around. And so I'm getting that with this, you're, you're healing some of that and learning how to be more fully yourself, no matter what the situation is and no matter who is around. 
you know, obviously there's different levels of like what's considered appropriate depending on the situation, but learning how to navigate that better and how to not censor yourself so much for other people and just to be more upfront about who you are and what you're about and that will actually bring you more success because it will attract more like-minded people to you and people who are also on a health journey of some kind who are you know maybe experiencing similar things maybe okay and i just heard um well i just heard the word chronic but also like hidden disability so you may have dealt with some sort of either literally a disability or some sort of chronic condition that you are managing that is not necessarily something that's going to be cured but learning how to manage it better so for some of you this might be a new medication a new apparatus a new um i just heard tax credit but something that is allowing you to manage or treat a condition better. And also, as I said, finding more community with people who have been through something similar to you, whatever this is, who are on a similar journey where you can support each other and encourage each other and learn from each other. So that's really beautiful. For your last card, you got the tower and the clarifier was the five of swords, which is Venus in Aquarius. So again, um, you know, I was saying Pisces season might be important for some of you. Aquarius is the season right before Pisces. So I was saying, is it January, February, or February, March? January, February is Aquarius. And the Soul's Journey card you got with it is balance. I bring a state of perfect harmony into my world and I do so without judgment. And with Tower energy here and Five of Swords energy here. So again, some of you might be dealing with people who are not very supportive of this journey who you might feel hinder your progress who i just heard concern troll so some of you may have dealt with that and i know the tower is not the most pleasant energy but really whatever journey it is that you're on towards this healthier way of being for yourself it might bring out things in some of the people around you that are not so pleasant for you that you might feel like you'd rather not see it but ultimately, if certain people end up having to leave your life or just assume a different place in your life, you know, because Five of Swords can talk about cutting certain things out or at the very least keeping certain things to yourself, right? So you might realize that there's certain people around you that you thought would be more part of this journey who aren't, who aren't capable of being understanding or supportive of you in the way that you need from them. And so, again, this, this might create an ending or it might just mean managing your expectations of them differently and not sharing as much of this with them if it is something that is not conducive to you getting better and healthier. And as I said, on the split, I saw the Ten of Pentacles and the High Priestess. As I was pulling this, now that this Ten of Pentacles has uh, Mercury on it, Mercury in Virgo. And the High Priestess is associated with Cancer. And so, again, I was talking about Cancer energy before. So, now on the Moon card, we have a Crescent Moon, which is also the symbol you picked. The High Priestess has a Crescent crown, but there's a full moon behind her. So, I would say, pay, if you don't already, pay closer attention to the Moon Cycles. There might, might be something in that for you, in terms of this journey. There might be certain um, changes that you notice. You might be someone who's very sensitive to the phases of the moon 
you may not have realized it previously so for some of you it might be helpful to take more notice of that and act accordingly but also i think this is just a reminder to follow your intuition to follow what feels right for you this high priestess also has a bow and arrow sitting on her lap and of course artemis is the greek goddess of the hunt who is associated with the moon and who is associated with the wildness of nature artemis doesn't live on mount olympus artemis lives alone in the foothills in the mountains and forests of olympus and hangs out with her stags and all the elementals naiads and dryads and uh other spirits and her pack of wild stags so there's something to that as well so releasing more of that inner wildness that you have as i said you may be someone who has previously unconsciously constrained yourself a lot around other people maybe to be more acceptable oh and i just noticed on the moon card so yeah we have the crescent in the sky but then there's a scarab that is half in and half out of the water holding a moon a full moon so yeah very strong messages around that and we have the full moon in gemini coming up on the 27th so that might be and it is going to be re-triggering some of the energies from the previous solar eclipse in libra that we had in october so that might be a very powerful time for you but with this change with this health journey that you are going on with the ten of pentacles here it is going to bring you a lot of happiness and for some of you it might even bring you increased financial success or prosperity or some level of growth and abundance either in your day-to-day -day career or if you have a side hustle or some creative project that you do it is going to get more tension and be more abundant for you so i pulled some oracle cards for you i didn't ask specific questions of them other than just what else can you tell us about this transformation so that we can see what other messages want to come out so the first one was the tree of life oracle and just like pile two you got a second one because there was a card facing the wrong way as i was shuffling and it was the element of earth practical grounded determined and gotten a couple of virgo cards here so which is an earth sign so really taking these changes that you're making and implementing and making sure that they last right this transformation is not something that is going to be super quick and short-lived i'm getting that for most of you this is something that is going to be very long lasting and is going to ripple out into many other areas of your life that you might not have even suspected it would and the card that you actually got the element of fire passion enthusiasm creation i love this and these two cards are very similar colors and of course the clarifier that you got for your first card the knight of swords was the ace of wands so there's a lot of drive and fire and passion behind this transformation and you are being purified there is a dragon on this card and wings there's a lot of phoenix energy here so again like you are transforming i pulled a sacred medicine card for you as well sacred space support number 54 which equals nine you know 10 is the end of a cycle nine is that number where of like near completion right so this transformation is is coming up for you quickly and yeah just what i was saying like you're gonna find other people that are on a similar journey to you that can and it doesn't have to be the exact same but just people that can relate to you on different levels that will help you to transform whatever this is to become 
a healthier and more well-adjusted version of yourself and you will be able to do that for each other and call each other back during times when you might start to stray or feel discouraged. You are going to have support around you. And I also pulled a Moonology Messages card, Moonstruck, Take a Breath. So on this card, it's someone dancing. And on the Sacred Space card, and you'll be able to see pictures of all the cards if you go onto my socials or Queen Trail podcasts. But there is a drum here. So for a lot of you, some sort of, you know, some sort of physical movement will help, even if your health journey doesn't necessarily have to do with your physicality. Any type of movement, it doesn't have to be literal exercise or working out, if that's not something you enjoy. But, you know, I'm getting that. This, this is something enjoyable for you, like whether it's dancing or roller skating or just going for a walk, whatever form this takes for you, do something physical that you enjoy doing. And it might literally be meditation and breath work because it literally says take a breath. And also this term moonstruck here, I've been saying for some of you, you're very affected by the cycles of the moon. This next full moon might be very significant for you. And so with this Moonstruck card, it's, yeah, definitely take notice of that. And particularly coming up to a point in the moon cycle that feels significant to you, take that as an opportunity to do something that makes you feel good in yourself and that really helps to put you into more of a flow state, right? And get out of your, because there's a lot of Virgo here. Virgo is Mercury. It's very cerebral. It's a lot of thinking, a lot of mental activity. And with this Moonstruck card, I'm just getting like really drop down into your body. Get out of your, you know, over chattering mind and do something that really puts you in a state where you're just more at one with things, whether, you know, I'm seeing like a skateboarder or a surfer, you know, but again, it can take any form. I, I just saw someone hiking as well. So whatever form it takes for you. Now your work your light oracle card you got you're already doing it stop come on stop overthinking keep facing your true north so for a lot of you you have already begun this journey you know the health card was in the first position so again yeah you're already doing it don't overthink it too much high priestess the moon follow your intuition with this keep facing your true north like it says pile three i almost forgot your razor vibration oracle card and it is facing my shadow removes darkness from the world so again part of your shadow i feel is obscuring yourself in some way not sharing your whole truth modifying yourself for other people i'm hearing people pleaser so healing some of your people pleasing tendencies healing a fear of judgment or of being fully who you are no matter who is around you and the more that you're able to stand in your own authenticity the more that you create space and you know with the sacred space card so i feel like you're gonna have other people holding space for you to be yourself to heal in some way and you'll be in the more that you heal yourself and the more that you're able to be fully yourself and connect to that, the more that you heal and are able to be more fully yourself regardless of what situation you're in or who is around you, the more that you are holding space for other people to do the same and empowering them and showing them that it's okay to be yourself, that there will be people around who can see that and 
identify it, who will like it, and want to support it. So yes, there's, you know, aside from whatever the specific health issue is, if that's what's going on for you, there's a lot of internal, emotional, psychological healing here, I feel, as well, along with the healing of finding a community and support whether you already have that in your life and you you will just be leaning on them more or whether you are finding that and creating that for yourself so for your very last card which is some final advice for you i pulled a messenger's delivery oracle card which are plant and animal messages and you got cat independence value discernment which I also love because, you know, cats come out at night. You know, I associate cats with the moon as well. Rely on your innate skills and inner resources to get what you desire. Be discerning with the company you choose, but careful not to bite the hand that feeds you. Trust yourself and the value you bring to the table. Whatever your decisions, you'll land on your feet. And I do feel, you know, be careful not to bite the hand that feeds you. If you are connecting with a group of people as some sort of support for this, or whether it's just the people that are already in your, your circle, I feel like this is a warning because, you know, I did talk about healing that need to obscure different parts of yourself depending on who's around you. You might have a person or people in this group that trigger something in you that you find challenging that you might have some disagreements with or just that you know you're not fully vibing with I feel like this is source saying that you know if that is happening for you it's happening to show you something and probably them as well but that's not really your business right all you can do is control your own journey and your own way of processing things and so you know if within this group and for anyone that has a lot of trauma around groups or around being ostracized from group dynamics, this might offer you an opportunity to heal some of that or even a lot of that. So if there is one or two people within this that you find challenging, I feel like this is source just telling you, don't let that discourage you. Again, like this is all up to your own discernment and judgment. But if you feel this is a healthy space for you, don't let someone else come in and take that from you, you know, and that might not be what they're doing at all, but don't let your own trauma allow them to take it from you. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of you, like, you will learn how to approach these types of situations differently, and for some of you, that is partly because you are getting healthier and healing from whatever it is that you have been healing from, and some of it might be this, but, like, be patient you know, follow your instincts, meditate on things, and learn how to show up more fully present and more fully yourself in these situations. And you might have a very different and unexpected outcome to what you would normally have or expect if this is something, an area of life that you have struggled in. But yeah, you will have a couple of difficult people on this path who will come up to show you something, to teach you something. That doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to end up making friends with them or being close to them for some of you you will and for others this person isn't necessarily meant to like stick around or be close to you in any way so much as they are here to show you something about yourself and about your situation that you can learn from and you know for most of you this will be very unconscious but the universe is 
sending this person to you so that you can heal something. So I hope you enjoyed this reading. I hope it was useful for you. If you want to book a personal reading with me, you can email me at bernietimestarot at gmail.com. If you want to follow me on my socials, the links are in the show notes. If you want to follow me on Spotify, I do astrological and tarot themed playlists there. And I wish you the absolute best of luck and a very happy holiday season. I hope that you enjoyed those readings and that some of them resonated with you. Please check the show notes for how to connect with Jenny Ruiz of Burning Times Tarot. Also, please keep sending in your questions and comments. I read all of them. If you have a fun, amazing or inspiring story to share, drop me a line. I'd love to hear from you because the world needs more amazing stories. Please also take a moment to rate this episode because your ratings really do help move this podcast closer to the top of searches so that my friends and I can reach more people. I'm looking forward to sharing more upcoming in the company of friends talks with you. So be sure to follow me on the socials and the dot com all at the Queen Trail Podcast. That's T-H-E-Q-U-A-T-R-E-L-L-E podcast. I am Syl Annan, the Queen Trail, and until next time, I wish you passion, adventure, community, new time, and beauty.